Happy Friday, everybody. It is, uh, we've almost made it. We're almost there. If you hear us, Levac Gaz, that means most of you are a, a half, two hours away from your uh, your work week being officially over. Ha, huh, Gaz. You look miserable for somebody I thought was in a good mood. I'm in a, I'm in a good mood. I'm feeling good. I'm okay. I'm all right. <laughs> Who are you trying to convince, me or you? <laughs> look at you. I thought you'd be all hyped up this morning. I thought you'd be at another level. This afternoon, whatever time it is. I don't oh, know what day is it. Where am I? Man, I, I am hyped up. I'm a little upset with myself today. Why? Because I was all excited to start off the show a different way, and I wanted to do something else. How do we not have this song? This is so. Come on, man. No, that's not it. I wanted to play Blink One Eighty Two. No. Come on. No. Hey, huh? well, no. What do you want to do? Where are you? And I'm so sorry. Wow. I could not oh. sleep. I could not. Oh. I wanted that, LeVac. That's oh. the song I wanted. The Baltimore Orioles are AL East champions. My guy, your guy, Kevin Brown is singing the song in the dugout. And I tell you moments before the show, I'm like, oh, I'm going to pull up Blink-182. I'm going to play it. Where are you? And then I realized moments before the show, I have no idea the name of that song. And I just had a great rendition right there. That was terrible. That was horrific. Like, I mean... I see stray cats streaming out of the area in in the in the in the dozens. Wow, um, I almost don't feel like you deserve to talk about your Baltimore Orioles uh, after hearing that. That's not it either. Uh, your Orioles did right, clinch. You called so it. Stupid. It was your play of the day and everything, and um, they they uh, they did clinch the American League East. Congratulations! What an awesome moment. That's also. I know you know the stat, but for those listening today, welcome if you're a New York Yankee fan. That's the same amount of division championships as the Yankees have had the last 10 years. Baltimore, 100-win season. It is the definition of the future is now. People, that can't be right. What do you mean? There's yes. no way that the last Yankees... Last 10 years. I, I, feel like, I feel like you're wrong. The Yankees have two. The Orioles have two. Yeah. That's what happened. The last I, I, 10 years. I heard some tweets that certain people who have dissed the Baltimore Orioles, Robert Olney, were begging to get in that locker room last night. I don't know if they let him in. I don't know if they didn't. The people who looked at Baltimore and said they couldn't get it done, guess what? The Orioles are going to enter the American League as the favorites to go to the World Series. And this is a wake-up call. As much as I'd love to do a few more minutes of me going nuts about the Orioles and me complaining that we didn't have a Blink-182 song that I had all day to prepare for, <laughs> I could do that. But instead, I think there's a lesson to be learned here. If you're a New York Met fan, if you're a Boston Red Sox fan, if you're a New York Yankee fan, maybe, just maybe, you guys, as I sit upon my throne of judgment now as an Oriole fan for moments I won't have often, maybe you should follow our lead. I dropped an O-U-R there, our lead for the Orioles. This is how baseball teams have been built to win championships the past decade plus. The Nationals did this. The Cubs did this. The Astros did this. The Giants did this. The teams that have won stunk. You want to talk about rebuilding in the NBA? Give me an example of rebuilding actually working in the NBA. The process never won a championship. The Bucks were never that bad. It never worked. Give me an example of the NFL rebuilding actually really working. You have to get a huge free agent for it to work. Baseball rebuilding, it has worked. Now, there's still work to be done for Baltimore. But it's another example that baseball, more than any other sport, that if you stink for a while, you build with awesome prospects, you get a minor league and scouting system that can figure it out, you also 
cannot stink and be good. Shout out to everybody involving the Baltimore, especially Kevin Brown with his duet. If you want to see that, it's at Tom Gaz. T-O-M-G, it was easy on Twitter. All right, so you're using just the last 10 years. Correct. So you guys are 23 and 14. You you won the American League East. The Yankees won it in 22 and 19. And then you have to go back to 2012. But this is the scary part. When you pull up the Wikipedia page, look at look at the dates here. These are the titles won by the Baltimore Orioles. There's there's so few. Look at all those. It's like, I mean, it's it's sparse. Some would say not a lot of playoff and appearances. Then, in and there. then look at the Yankees. Just look at that. That's I mean, that's a resume. That's something to be proud of. There's a chance that somewhere in that mix, the Orioles, I believe, have been to the playoffs seven times in the last 43 years. There's got to be an easy decade where the Yankees got to the playoffs seven times in a seven-year stretch in that 43-year window. I'm sure in the, oh. the 90s, 2000s stretch, it might have been even more consecutive playoff probably, seasons. Probably multiple times. Um, but hey, you know, congrats, though. Welcome. All right, so good for you, but we are kind of primarily, it's a, it's a, it's a football Friday. We talk a lot of football on this show. And last night's game was fun to watch unless you were a Packers fan. As the Detroit Lions win 34-20 over to Green Bay Packers. And I I love what Dan Campbell, man Campbell, is doing to this team. It, have you seen Goff's quote? Jared, no. Goff, Jared Goff wouldn't say poop if he had a mouthful of it. And now all of a sudden... I love that quote. You know I do. <laughs> he's out here. He goes, quote, send us anywhere and we'll be ready. And that's the way we're built. We have that confidence. Like I said, send us anywhere. Line us up against anyone, and we feel like we can go in there and beat them. And that's a good feeling to have. Is it always going to happen? This is where like the old like Rams mentality pops back in for a second. I don't know, but we feel like we can. Like They believe in each other the whole night. I love it. I love what he has done with his team. I said yesterday, like I look at Dan Campbell in a similar light to the way I look at Deion Sanders as... I'm never going to look at that guy and go, oh, he's the X's and O's guy. But I'm going to look at that guy and go, he's the leader. He's the trendsetter. He's the guy who's going to get them marching in the direction he wants them to march in. And then he's going to bring the right people in around him and do the other stuff. Stuff can happen across a guy's career where they might have what the public views of them as a player change. It's hard. It's not always easy, but it can change public perception. Jared Goff's a great example of this. Geno Smith was the example last year. Because Geno Smith, for the majority of his career, stunk, and he was really good last year for Seattle. And when you look at a guy like Jared Goff, you think number one overall pick, got the Rams at the Super Bowl. I wouldn't say Ram fan thought he was the reason why they lost. They just didn't think he was better than other quarterbacks and didn't help his legacy that the moment that they got rid of him, they won the Super Bowl, and it was with Matthew Stafford. Jared Goff is playing the best football he's ever played in the NFL, and I even go back to California when he played for the Golden Bears. The best football of his career with the Detroit Lions. There are some plays. He does some really dumb stuff. Like, there were some plays last night where, and you and I were texting during the game last night, where why is Jared Goff just throwing the ball out of bounds on certain red zone series? I get it. If he's covered, throw the ball away. You're not pressured, though. Like, it's better than taking a... That didn't happen. That's not what happened. There's another third down play where the receiver just falls down, and Goff just, like, throws it to him like a little brother pelted him with a ball. So he'd make some bizarre plays. But he's playing really good. And I asked you this question yesterday. And I'm going to give you a second crack at it here to lead off the show today <laughs> See, on a Friday. you get it right this time, dummy. I asked you yesterday, depending on the level of dominance of either team, 
the Packers, the Lions. Would we consider one of these teams the third best team in the NFC? Would we consider potentially one of these teams getting a match with the Eagles or Niners, rank them however you want, in the divisional round and potentially being a conference finalist in the NFC? Now, after watching what Detroit did to Green Bay, are you willing to call the Detroit Lions the third best team in the NFC and maybe a true threat to get to the title game? Uh, I'm more willing to exclude Green Bay. I don't think Green Bay is very good. I think they've had some good plays. I think they were very lucky against some teams with the way it all came together. Uh, I do, <laughs> I do spend quite a bit of time flashing back to when we were sitting there at Rivers Casino and Resort, and that nice older lady came up and went, "I'm betting the Detroit Lions to win it all." <laughs> I think about that. I'm like, that ticket is going to pay. I who knows? You know what I mean? It feels like it. Um, they're definitely up there. I. I guess I guess I kind of want to see a little more before I say they're the third best. I still I still think the top three. Um, I still I I'm trying to think if there's somebody if I could if I could bump them over somebody, but I just I don't think I can. I think it's Eagles, Cowboys, Niners, and not in that order. I think it's Niners, Eagles, Cowboys is why I think it's top three. Still, the, the Cowboys depending on how they play this upcoming weekend. They got a big matchup against New England. Uh, if I had to pick though, what offense looks better? After last night, Detroit's offense looks better, more balanced. Yeah, hold can, on, though. Uh, really, though, do you think think about the numbers before you say that? Because Dave Montgomery looked great. 32 carries, 121 yards, three touchdowns. That's the part I farted on about. On my bench in two leagues. So you're welcome to whoever I'm playing in those two leagues when you beat me when David Montgomery's on my bench with three touchdowns, 121 yards on the ground. Goff's numbers are okay. They're not great. 210 yards. Touchdown, interception, nobody's over 70 yards receiving. I, it's it's good. It's ball control. Dave Montgomery had a, had a day, but it's not like it's not a dominant offense. Um, Mon- This is Montgomery's third career game with 100 rushing yards at Lambeau Field. Only Walter Payton, Adrian Peterson, and Barry Sanders have recorded more 100-yard games at Lambeau. Woo! That's an awesome stat. Uh. If we saw the Cowboys versus... No, I can't do that because I, I asked this about the Eagles and the 49ers. Do I think one of those two teams would give them a better test? With Goff having experience in the postseason, with Dan Campbell playing an aggressive style Man of Campbell, football, and Campbell. Campbell, the defensive line led by Hutchinson, yeah. I will put right now the Detroit Lions is the third best team in the NFC and a legitimate threat to get to the NFC title game. And maybe knock off Philly, knock off San Francisco. And then maybe I'm biased, Levesque, because in our preseason predictions, I had the Lions at the conference finals. I also had them losing to the New York Giants. So how about, take that with what how it about is. Detroit has a better chance of going to the conference finals, but they're not the better team. You're saying because of the draw and potentially how because, the division could shake out? And hosting the Panthers, at the Buccaneers, at the Ravens, hosting the Raiders, at the Chargers, hosting the Bears, <laughs> hosting the Packers. Like, it's... There's a good chance they're going to win a lot of games because their schedule is not very difficult. Ooh, maybe I should have phrased it differently. Maybe I should have asked instead. I think you put Dallas in the same role as Detroit. They win a bunch more games, too. Okay. I'm thinking about this now. Why can't the Lions finish the NFC with the best record? Because if we're going to talk about Philly and San Francisco, aren't they going to be far more challenged in that division with Dallas, with New York? And I'm talking about Philly right now. Isn't San Francisco going to be challenged more by Seattle, Arizona, 
Lost like those are two. We're gonna find out if Arizona's got anything for the Niners this weekend. But those are better divisions right now than the North. The North well, stinks. The Bears stink. The Vikings haven't won a game, and the Packers did whatever that was last night. We'll just look at the next three games for the Niners. I mean, I do think the Niners are, are going to be number one seed. Cardinals, Cowboys, Browns at Browns. It, that's you're fighting. Those are fights. Those aren't just games. Those are fights. Vikings, Bengals, Jags. Like you're. That's the easier. The easier path is Detroit's. I think Detroit's really good. I really do. I enjoy watching them. Uh, was it Sam Laporta, the tight end? He is. He has the most receptions, twenty-two by a tight end in their first four career games since nineteen fifty. The only uh, the only tight end with more receiving yards and and catches uh, through the first four is Ditka. Ditka did it before. So, Ditka. So yeah, I mean Polish they're good. Ditka. It's good. They're fun to watch, man. I'm not. I'm not trying to take anything away from them. I just beating the Packers doesn't do it for me. You know, beating. Hey, we beat the Packers, and I'm like, eh, they're better than we thought they were going to be this year, but they're not. They're not good. You know, and and when uh, Amon Ross St. Brown does the his version of Lambo Leap, and and a Packers fan dumps beer on him, and by the way, I went back and looked. I think it was a woman. Um, <laughs> I'm not positive. I mean, it's Wisconsin. It's hard to tell, but it, they're they're good, but they're not great. You know, Aaron Jones banged up. He's not running the ball very well. Jordan Love looked human. Lafleur is shook. He looks mad. He didn't even know how to answer. They were, what happened? Well, if I knew what happened, it wouldn't happen. You know, like it's it's the whole game screaming yeah. at the referees, standing right next to him, screaming at his defense. Definitely looked shook throughout that entire game. And and Green Bay had been a tough. Here's a. Jordan Love's going to face a little bit of heat and criticism. Mm-hmm. One of his interceptions is tipped. The yeah. offensive line, Aaron Jones, when you go back and look at that box score, you're going to be like, jump out to you in the game and be like, Aaron Jones barely got the ball? Like, yeah. That, they had no rushing attack. Now, I think that's actually a credit to the defensive line. And it's We saw this a little bit with another New York team. I believe it was the Jets. Yeah, it was the Jets earlier against the Cowboys, where Cook and Brees Hall didn't touch the ball because they're like, I can't beat them. Right, like they're just going to beat us cool. up up front. We're kind of like move the football, and it doesn't. It doesn't help. They put them in a hole. You know, what I mean, you're up fourteen three in the first quarter. You're up, you're up twenty seven three at the you know half. You you trying to catch them. You know what I mean? It, it's you're trying to you're playing catch up ball. So you you know trying to get big yards at, at once. It's it's not running the ball. You put you put Jordan Love you know behind the eight ball where they know he's passing. They're going to come for him. Jordan Love's better than we thought he'd be this year. He he's you can win with Jordan Love. And the Packers can win. They're banged up. Bakhtiari's hurt. All this other stuff's going on. But I do I I like Detroit. Just saying, with everything going on in Green Bay, I'm not going to take this win and go, I can't believe they did that. It's not nearly as shocking as the Cardinals being the Cowboys or or any of the other big upsets so far this year. It's it's a good win for the Detroit Lions. So it's, it's a game they should have won and they did win. Shout out to Monty. He's a big Detroit Lions yep. fan. I know he listens to the show. He loves his Lions. Absolutely. He absolutely loves his Lions. As a matter of fact, him and uh, he's the unofficial head of the uh, Levant Guys fan club. Him, His wife is my my travel agent. She's the one who books my my trips to Disney. They reached out yesterday. They're like, hey, are you president of the uh, arena football team? I'm like, yeah. They're like, we're going to need some gear. I'm like, what? Well, <laughs> awful. awful but you know what? I'm going to need some meet and greets with Mickey. Okay? That's what I need. All right? Let's talk. There's a little... 
little quid pro quo, huh? All right, I'm in. You know, I'm going to call a little bit of an audible here because we're talking right. about gear. We're talking about digital marketing, people talking about their brands. Let's talk about Elevation 10,000. I would love to. You're going to be, we're going to talk about this throughout the show today. You're going to be part of the U-Albany team, the game presentation coming up this weekend. is the Great Field MC. Great Danes host Villanova. There's Elevation 10,000 right out there in the end zone talking about supporting local teams, local colleges, and more Elevation 10,000. Now, if Monty or Darcy are looking for some gear, uh, you've got some things coming up here. We'll talk more about it on Monday about what's going on in your life. Digital marketing, <laughs> gear, apparel, whether it's for a soon-to-be team or soon-to-be trip. I was over there today. There you go. I went, to, I went today. I'm actually thinking about coming up with, because we are, my daughter wants to go to Disney for her 21st birthday because she wants to she see me drink around the world she thinks it's not terrible so i might get like special shirts made for the family i'll do that of course at elevation 10,000 and i think it's like one of those things when you when you go to elevation10k.com and you see everything they can do for you you're like oh that's great but it's even better when you see that like they're getting this done themselves too like elevation 10,000 was kind of like it was kind of like my best kept secret like i was like this is awesome this is how i get things done nobody knows what i'm doing they think i'm smart no i just know dave and everybody at elevation now when you see elevation 10,000 is one of the top sponsors on bob ford field at uh, tom mary casey stadium yeah welcome you has arrived my friends and i love seeing it i love being a part of it elevate your brand with elevation 10,000 uh let's do like a preview of new york football this weekend uh, a little bit of a football friday levac guys live here uh, in the GT Toys studio, that's Toys with a Z, on Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. It's Farm Safety and Health Month, and we want to salute our farmers. You may have a lifetime of experience on your tractor, but your team does not. Know that you can have some peace of mind while they are driving if you install a roll bar on your tractor. Now it just got more affordable. The New York State ROPS rebate program rebates 70% of the cost with a guarantee that your out-of-pocket expense will be no more than $500. Call 1-877-ROPSR4U. It will never cost you more than $500. Online at ROPSR4U.org. Kugler's Red Barn Furniture and Gift Store reminds you to buy American and support your locally owned small stores. They offer outstanding customer service that only a small business can provide. Kugler's Red Barn Furniture and Gift Store. American-made fine country furniture and gifts. Kugler's Red Barn is family-owned and carries a full selection of bedroom, dining room, kitchen, living room, and family room furniture. 425 Consol Road, Colony. 518-370-2468. Kugler'sRedBarn.com. Stop in for their sales tax rebate sale. Kanowski Agency is proud to sponsor WishFest on Saturday, October 7th on the south side of Bridge Street in Amsterdam. It benefits local organizations working to support mental health and help people beat substance addiction. Name NYS, survivors of a loved one's suicide, the Cubby Faville Memorial Fund. See WishFest Facebook page. Contact Kanowski Agency directly about sponsorship. Kanowski Agency Incorporated, insuring with our community since 1959. Two locations, 108 North Perry Street, Johnstown, 478 Locust Avenue, Amsterdam. KanowskiAgency.com. Jack Miller's Tractor reminds you that September is National Farm Safety and Health Month. Follow safety rules when using farm machinery and always have someone check on you periodically. Place a slow-moving vehicle sign on the back of each piece of equipment that is used on the roads. Use caution at all times and best wishes for a safe and bountiful harvest from Jack Miller's Tractor. Full-service New Holland dealer, sales, service, and parts for all New Holland agricultural equipment. 4932 State Route 30, Schoharie. JackMillerTractor.com, 518-295-7733. Hun, we need to stop putting off getting life insurance. I know. It's just been so busy, and I'm sure the cost is out of our budget. Well, Jen told me that they got a $500,000 term life insurance policy from Ethos for less than $23 a month. 
all online with no complicated forms and no medical exam. All they had to do was answer a few health questions. Wait, no medical exam and all online? I know, right? It's not easy to think about, but if something happened to you, James and I would be... Okay, I get it. Let's get a quote from Ethos right now. Wow, you were right. There's no medical exam. And Ethos makes the whole online process fast and easy. And look at these rates and coverage options. It's great protection and totally fits our budget. Ethos. They've removed all the barriers from getting coverage. Go to checkethos.com to get your free online quote. That's checkethos.com. Quote based on a healthy, non-smoking 30-year-old male with a 20-year term policy. Rates may vary. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. LeVac, how about you tell us about your friends over at Mohawk Chevrolet? They're my friends, too. I'm not sharing them with you. Oh. you your friends are Mohawk Honda, okay? I, I like everyone. I know. It, it, it is easy to like everybody when you're talking about the uh, the Mohawk family. Uh, Mohawk Chevrolet, I mean, th- this is a group that's been there for me since the, since it started. I I wanted a Silverado so bad. I didn't think I could get one. I had like a, a mid-sized pickup, which was nice, you know, but it wasn't what I needed. So, I, you know, listen, you know me, man. I'm, I go right to the top. I called Andy Gelcher. I said, I want a Silverado. And he said, uh, Derek will take care of you. And I go, okay, cool. So I went, <laughs> so I went downstairs <laughs> and talked to Derek. It was good. Uh, no, but in all sincerity, the amazing selection, everything they've got going on over at Mohawk Chevrolet makes it the perfect place to find your new vehicle, your pre-owned vehicle. With Car Bravo, you can find any vehicle thanks to uh, Mohawk Chevrolet. But I will warn you that October is truck month. So if you've been waiting to grab yourself a 2023 Silverado to get the upgrade, now's the time, my friends. Start getting ready. Get yourself over there. Ask for Derek. Talk to Katie. Say hi to everybody. It's an amazing group. It's a family. It's a, it's just the kind of people that you want to do business with over and over and over again because you know they have your best interests at heart. That is why I found new roads to Mohawk Chevrolet in Boston Spa where they always go out of their way to please me. It's Levac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan. Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. I don't know if it's because I was on the right side of it, but I thought last night was a fun game. I, I mean, I would imagine if if you were um, if you were a Gibbs uh, fantasy football ah, holder, okay, me. didn't go well for you. No. If you're a Packer fan, you probably didn't love it. Big Al, who's on vacation here, big Packer fan at the Fox Sports Studios. Uh, I'm sure he didn't love last night's game, but it was a fun game. I thought it was cool. It was fun to see the the energy and everything that the Lions bring to the game. So, good start to the week, and we've got a fun week. I mean, 9.30 football on Sunday. You've got Jacksonville in their real home stadium in London. Hello, Peppa Pig's hometown. Hello. <laughs> Nailing my voices today, first with the terrible singing and now the horrible English accents. That's not your, that's not your worst accent. Hello. Uh, Jacksonville, this is also the Calvin Ridley revenge game. Remember, he was a Falcon. Now he's a Jag. Uh, so that should be fun to watch. Plus, you do the Toy Story viewing. Come on. I'll be watching do? that. My kid's a Jags fan because of Diego. He's actually into this. I'm really pumped for that this, That's uh, cool. Sunday morning. Yeah. So you're going to be late to to the uh, Rivers broadcast is what you're telling me. Mm, delayed is the word <laughs> I'll use. <laughs> Otherwise detained. 
Um, and obviously, like you said, we'll be at Rivers uh, starting 11, broadcasting the one. But New York front and center in almost every window. The the game of the weekend, the one everybody's talking about, is Dolphins at Bills. That's your 1 o'clock game. Yeah, the Dolphins-Bills game is, uh, I've been putting big words around this, like best of, <laughs> third best, ranking. Bills and Dolphins is the top-tier teams in the AFC East. Things have changed. Obviously, Rodgers got hurt. The Patriots haven't looked good. But this is a tone-setting game for the rest of the season. If you want to go for the division championship, this is where it starts. Buffalo has been the best in the division the past few seasons. Miami's known they have to catch Buffalo. And here's their moment. They smacked around Denver. Buffalo, I don't know if impressive has been the word for the Bills so far. Look, they smacked Washington. They smacked Las Vegas, but they lost to the Jets. The Raiders and Commanders, sorry, LeVac, but we don't know how good they're going to be still. And if anything, they're oh, leaning no, towards... You don't have to apologize to me. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sold either. They're leaning towards poor than good. So maybe this is a better test for Buffalo than Miami. It feels, and we're going to find out Sunday, it feels like I know a little bit more about Miami's identity than Buffalo's. We know Miami's got speed, and that's how McDaniel built this roster. Give me the fastest guys, and I'll make them good. We know Buffalo's kind of had the same playmakers the past few seasons. Has Miami passed Buffalo? We're about to find out. Those are the storylines I like about this game. I have strong feelings on that game, but I'll discuss those later with Okay, you. fair I, enough. I, I will punt to later in the game as far as how strong I feel about it. But I do feel as though this is that kind of game where you want to you wanna know, you want an early view of how the AFC East is going to shake out. Sunday 1 o'clock, we, we can't get it on. We're about to get it on. So I'm excited about that one. So that's Because, again, this, this could come down to one of those things where towards the end of the season – you're looking back at this week and going, you know, season ends December 7th with the Bills at the Dolphins. Bills win this one. Do the Dolphins need to win that one to get to get the AFC East or vice versa? You know, do, you, do the Bills need to go into Miami and win it to have the AFC East? I think these, these two games probably decide the AFC East. So totally agree. Let's go. That's going to be fun. I enjoy this kind of stuff. When you can already look ahead this early and go, this is a, this is a monumental landscape game like i said one o'clock window's got some great matchups but the um the four o'clock window i mean you, if you want to just say like the the northeast you got new england in there you got them going playing dallas huh can i sell you on that one no nah, me neither uh no nah, nah. <laughs> i'm fascinated by the mac jones stuff all week along me the drama mac jones like what is going on but there? it's like, but we're getting alabama mac Alabama Mac is here. Alabama Mac sat on the bench for most of it. You know, like he's a right. third string quarterback. And he, that Maybe whole, that's what he meant. Maybe I, he meant if you don't have the absolute best weapons in the world, I will go out there and win football against you. Otherwise, hand me a clipboard and a visor. I'll see you when the game's over. You did, you did this about other quarterbacks talking about, oh, coaches you did this with, Brian Dayball and Ken Dorsey. I'm starting to do this with Mac Jones of, you know, everybody else in your draft class hasn't been that good. Trevor Lawrence has been average. I'll give him that. What else has sucked? Mac Jones, maybe you're guilty by association of that whole class was misguided and misviewed, misjudged because of the COVID 2020 season. Yeah, it's... Are you going to beat the Cowboy defense? Is maybe a better way to phrase it. I don't don't think you do. Uh, If we're being perfectly honest, I think you're you're probably in trouble. But how in trouble are you? I've never been a Mac Jones guy, though. Like, I remember, like, that, that was the debate on, you know, he's a proven winner, he's this, he's that, he's the other thing. I think he's a little overly arrogant for a guy who isn't that good. Like, and and maybe if he could accept his shortcomings and skills, maybe it would be a different thing for him on the field. But 
Um, that that game is important because remember Dallas has got to prove they've still got it because you just got embarrassed by the Cardinals. But here's where I need New York football not to suck. Right? This is the deal. Right? So in the one o'clock window, the big potentially the biggest game of the weekend, Bills host the the Dolphins. Sunday night football, the New York Jets host Taylor Swift <laughs> and the Chiefs. Um, they do. <laughs> yeah. So. And maybe Aaron Rodgers. There's a report out there that if he can get cleared to fly, he's going to come and, and be at the game. You are the Sunday night game. You're the only thing happening. Don't get run off the field by the Chiefs. Make it a good game. If you want to get run off the field, be tough till the fourth quarter. And if you do, if you do, guys, do me a favor, Gang Green. If you go bad, go so bad. Just be so terrible that it's still entertaining. But I really would love if the if the Jets. Can, basically, that comes down to the question. Can the Jets keep it within nine? Can the Jets keep this thing a a one, two-score game? I, I would say, can they keep it a one-score game late into the fourth quarter? That's the real question at this moment. The New York Jets. Let, let's think back here with what's happened with Jet football here because they've lost to two really good teams. They've lost to the Bills and they lost to the Cowboys. Very good teams, both likely going to be playoff teams. They also lost to the Patriots, a team they haven't beaten in the last 15 times. So those are three really good tests for the New York Jets. I feel like I'm smart enough to understand that they just can't outscore Kansas City. Kansas City's defense is good. I got more on that coming up in our Fantasy versus Reality segment one hour from now. Kansas City's defense is good. They've got Mahomes. They've got Kelsey. They've got Taylor Swift. I don't know if NBC <laughs> is going to call down to Peacock and be like, we are not having Taylor Swift sit through another blowout. We need her under stress. We want those viewers as long as we can. We want it to be an exciting game so we get those viewers and set records. Because I really believe this. This will be the, one of the most watched football games in the regular season in the history of the NFL. Like I feel confident in that take. With the Sunday primetime, with the New York market, with Taylor Swift, the defending Super Bowl champions, this will be one of the most viewed football games in the history of NBC. I really believe that. Now, I don't think they want it to be a blowout. But I have to be smart enough. Like I cannot sit here. On a Friday at 3.30 and tell you, this is how the Jets beat the Chiefs. I got nothing. Because Zach Wilson is that bad. It should be as simple as that. Tell me how they're going to outscore them. I know what your point is. like, Can they keep it within double digits to cover and look respectable? I think Jet fan didn't want that to be the storyline week four, obviously. But I can't, I can't come up with anything, LeVac, unless you think something's changed with Zach Wilson or the defense can pick off Mahomes. I, how are we getting there? We did this last Friday with Georgia football. How we get, I don't get it. Like, I don't know how the Jets can hang with Kansas City on Sunday night besides a conspiracy to keep the Swifties around into the fourth quarter. I Listen, the, the path to being in this game is your defense. You know, like you've, you have to make Mahomes uncomfortable, which is, unheard of and your offense needs to not turn the ball over i don't care if you score you need to get your defense some rest a couple first downs here and there don't turn the ball over kick some field goals keep it you know what make it ugly ugly up this game as much as you can is your only chance for the jets the three things i've noticed about the jets and three is to be answered to be determined two obvious things haven't happened this season like hey if Aaron Rodgers gets hurt, it's in trouble. Like, no, no, no. Like, Aaron Rodgers won't get hurt week one. There's no... Happened. Like, no, no, no. Like, the season's over. It's the most obvious thing that happened. Then, in that same game, LeVac, hey, it's over. 
Anybody who had a cell phone ran to the cell phone and did Bill's money line in game the moment Rodgers went down. There's a lot of people who lost a lot of money thinking this is yeah. the easiest bet of the NFL season. Didn't happen. The most obvious thing now here for the third time is they're going to get smoked by Kansas City. Am I going to just outsmart myself, outthink this one, and try to talk my way out of it just because? The, like, what if the number was 13 and a half? What if the number was seven and a half? Like, am I just going to say no matter what the number was, New York's going to hang in this game? Because Kansas City feels like my favorite play of all the games this week. I felt like that Monday when I saw it on week four schedule, and I still feel like that now. Like, here, here's a better way to phrase this. And Jet fan, please let us know. At the Jeff LeVanc on Twitter, at Tom Goss, T-O-M-G-O-Z-Z. How are they coming back down 14 nothing? Like, if Kansas City gets up 14 nothing, how in the world are the Jets getting into the end zone? I don't mm. know if that can even happen. There has to be, it would have to be a tip ball interception. Because, again, you notice I'm not even saying Mahomes throws interception. I'm saying tip ball interception. Because, again... Mahomes has not shown us that he's the guy to throw a pick six. They scored on a punt return against the Bills to win the game. They almost scored on the Hail Mary at the end of that game against New England. Mm -hmm. They scored on a broken play for Garrett Wills. Doesn't matter. Touchdown. Hail Mary pass was very nice. Right. So, like, they've had some odd ways to even get in the end zone now, and that's three weeks into the season. I got to try to outscore Mahomes with with Chris Jones. Charging up the field on you, the the nine is interesting. So I'm actually seeing it bet down too. I like, did too. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Yeah. I'm see. I did see an eight out there for a hot second, which that does lead me to believe that somebody thinks the Jets are going to make this make this a game. And and I guess like like you know, do you go do you go straight to the? Uh, um, I'll, I'll say his name. I don't care. Chris Canty. They get paid too. Like he's the one who always said it the best. Like, do you go straight to that and be like, yo, these are men. These Jets players are men. They're getting paid to play football. They're they're embarrassed that the biggest story this week is that Taylor Swift's going to be there. So they're going to go out there. They're going to bow up and they're going to play hard and they're going to give the Chiefs a game. I I guess eh, I I'm probably if I'm being perfectly honest, the only way I'm betting this game is like right before it kicks. If I'm up big, if I've had a great Sunday and Saturday, I'll probably throw twenty thirty bucks on something. I don't even know. What, could be anytime touchdowns you know whatever i don't know but i just i i wouldn't if if you're about to wager this might be one of those ones where you go no oh, the giants play tomorrow night you know i'm gonna call this the rub pro wrestling fans i don't know what i'm talking about with that term where a younger Watson's team not in this game a younger team benefits from a victory over a old traditional power and we view that team in a different way going forward like detroit detroit this happened Detroit went out week one and beat Kansas City. Now we view Detroit as and a good team that was basically a playoff team last season. It ended up being a playoff team, but a team that's future looked good. And Detroit looked great last night. What if the Jets do it? Let's play that game. Let's drive Jimmy mm-hmm. and Kasaki and Nick and Syracuse and Justin and Gilderland. Let's drive them a little crazy. Get them excited for the weekend. LeVac, let's go in that world. Yep. What if the Jets outright, not cover, outright beat Kansas City? What does that mean for the rest of the season for them? They're alive. You're still alive, and and the Zach Wilson debate gets real loud. It gets real, real loud because did you win because of him or in spite of him? Can you win? Do do you look around and go, hey, I can still win even with him? Or kid took he turned the corner because remember any anybody can turn the corner. It can happen like that. That epiphany, that light turning on, that can happen. The kid's got all the physical skills. She's got a concrete block for a brain when it comes to reading defenses so uh it, everything everything stands on its head the playoffs aren't over if you beat kansas city but remember the biggest part of the storyline is gonna be kansas city blew it 
Yes. No matter what, Kansas City blows. Oh, Kansas City will be at 2-2 two two at that point with a loss to the Lions. The biggest benefit for Kansas City is going to be that... Aiden O'Connell leads the Raiders to a win, and now they're tied for first. Well, there we go. Like Your Raiders and that entire AFC West is an issue because the Chargers, if it wasn't for a few plays, and Brandon Staley did his best to blow that game again, the Chargers could have no wins. The Broncos looked embarrassing against the Dolphins, and your Raiders are in a spot here that will find out whether or not their starting quarterback's going, or O'Connell's going, or Brian Hoyer's... So, look, the West is a mess a little bit mm-hmm. if Kansas City goes down. However, playing this Jets theory if they win, we'll drip through those teams again, right? Kansas City, Miami, Buffalo, I would say the winner of the Browns and Ravens game, the South stinks. Even though the Colts are in first. All of a sudden, you start looking at the Jets and be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Jets beat Buffalo and Kansas City, mm-hmm. two top contenders in the AFC. Figure out those maths for tiebreakers and everything else when it comes to that. They are a true contender again for the playoffs if they outright beat Kansas City. I love your point about Zach Wilson. Adjustments need to be made. The true evaluation. You rolling with Wilson, or he almost cost the game. Is it Simeon? Is it Tannehill? Is it wet? We find out. Like, career-defining game? Career in the NFL game? I don't career think any saving of game. There you that's, go. I mean, All that's true. Season and career could be saved. Okay, uh, now MetLife hoses out. They shake off. Shake it off. The Taylor Swift game. They flip the green to blue. And then 24 hours later, the New York football giants host the Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks are one-and-a-half-point favorite. Giants are home. Barkley's questionable. Okay. Giants win? Seattle feels like a better version of New York right now. A lot of similarities. Geno Smith. And well, Geno Smith and Daniel Jones have people questioned the true ability of those quarterbacks, but they have gotten better as the last few years have progressed. Heavy run game with Kenneth Walker and young running back Charbonnet finally got some touches last week. Barkley likely not going to go. Offensive line is manageable, we'll say, for both teams. Like they're getting through it. Uh, the biggest difference Seattle is they got big play wide receivers. They got uh, Smith and Jigba from Ohio State and DK Metcalf. The Giants don't have that, although Robinson's back in the lineup. And both defenses are young and smart and make a lot of plays. Seattle feels like a better version of New York, and that's going to be a tough game for the Giants Monday night. You know, Brian Dable's going to scheme something up. I, I think right now, Barkley's questionable. Andrew Thomas is questionable. Questionable usually plays. Historically, if you're listening, it's questionable. At this point in league, the week, you play. Uh, so if those guys play, there's a lot to prove. I, I've seen the light kind of turn on for Daniel Jones where he looks like a competitor. But I've also seen him look desperate late in games with, with nothing to show for it. Can can they keep him upright? Can he deliver the ball fast enough that everything stays where it's supposed to be? That's that's where I'm at. The Seahawks' pass defense has not been very good this year, which is weird. It's just a weird thing to see. But I also think it's because people know that they can throw on him and it's harder to run on him for some reason. So uh, you give me Barkley, you give me Andrew Thomas, I give the Giants a chance. Because they, they need this game as bad as anyone. Seattle's going across the country, all these things. I don't know what the weather's supposed to be. I know today it was flooding in the city. Like, I mean, you see over the manholes and everything where it just looks like a, looks like a whirlpool, all the water going down. So uh, you, I guess you hope, you hope for messy fields for both New York teams and, you know, ugly it up, be the last man standing. Maybe, maybe just maybe New York comes out of this weekend 3-0. and Things could be good. It could be fun. It'd be a fun Tuesday. We get three and zero after a Monday night win in Buffalo and the Jets. Wow, what, what that could mean for all those teams going forward into October.
Think about all the hope that those three teams had, and now we're sitting there going, I mean, the Bills have a chance. Like, that's where we're at. Yeah. We came into the season going, Jets are a Super Bowl contender. Giants, you got them winning the damn thing. Bills are this, that, and all. I'm like, and now we're like, oh, I mean, somebody might trip on the Dolphins. Like, that's where we're at. Uh, it's just, it's shocking to me the way that the, the cookie crumbles in the world of the NFL. Uh, and speaking of cookies and crumbles, you want to make sure you get all those picked up. All of them picked up. Because if you don't, you could end up with pests and insects and everything else, guys. USX Pest Control is the place that you want to call. Maybe it's this weekend. Like, I've already got my weekend stacked here. And by stacked, I mean total dead weekend. I'm mowing the lawn. I'm watching football. I'm going to the movies with my kids. I'm going to work on Sunday. I have all these things planned. But for you, who's maybe making that adjustment with the weather changing, make sure USX Pest Control, calling them, contacting them, getting over to your home to make sure things are right or a part of your weekend plans. Kristen came over. Gave me the heads up. Hey, guys are on their way. All good things from yesterday. Shout out to USX Pesco. They came over to my house. They can do the same for you. Make sure your home is safe. There's so many things going on in your life that maybe you just forget about checking up on it. Let the experts like Tim and Frank take care of your home going forward so you're good for the rest of the fall and as we head into this winter. All this rain, this cold weather, everything that lives outside would like to live inside now. And if you don't have USX Pest Control's non-chemical exclusion package, they may find a very, very welcome mat into your household. Get that free inspection schedule today, usxpest.com. Uh, let's do You want to do a little like uh, social media post news dump? Ooh, I like a little potpourri. Ah, Fox Sports Radio 95.9, 980. Attention taxpayers, ready for some bad news? With $80 billion in new funding from Congress, the IRS has launched their most aggressive hiring campaign ever to ramp up enforcement. If you're ignoring your taxes, don't delay another minute because your paycheck, your bank account, even your home or business could already be at risk. Now, here's the good news. Optima Tax Relief, America's number one tax relief firm, can get to work immediately, helping to protect you from the IRS. A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, their tax attorneys and licensed professionals are experts at resolving tax problems. Let them help determine if you qualify for the Fresh Start Initiative or other powerful IRS tax assistance programs. Take control. Call Optima Tax Relief now for a free consultation. Call 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. The most popular video game concert in the world comes to the Palace Theater on Sunday, October 8th. Video Games Live with the Albany Symphony, rock musicians, and video screens. It's the ultimate gamer's experience. Love the music, love the lights. One of yeah. the best nights of my life. Best show ever. This is like freaking awesome, dude. It had something for everybody tonight. Don't miss out on this immersive concert experience. Video Games Live, the Palace Theater, Sunday, October 8th. Get tickets at albanysymphony.com. Hello, it's LeVac and Gaz, and one of my absolute favorite ways to beat Gaz is back. Fantasy versus reality, thanks to our good friends at Hooters. I'm giving you three fantasy football plays that are going to beat their projections. LeVac's giving you the three wagers you need for the NFL weekend. It's thanks to our friends under the orange roof on Wolf Road. It's Hooters, the best place to watch NFL action all football season long. 70 Wolf Road Hooters is kind of like the mixture of fantasy and reality. Reality, great food, fantasy. Hello, Hooters girls. Fantasy versus reality after top four and four. Every- it's Lavac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan, Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. <laughs> I guess this is like a 
It's like a mixture for me, guys. I, I want to do, uh, obviously, the Integrative Sleep Center post of the day. There's a lot of social media uh, revolving around these these three stories that, that I want to make sure we cover. But I also kind of like the idea of calling it the uh, the news dump, the Friday news dump. <laughs> as as you know, if, if you remember, like this is when the NFL dumps their news, right? And oddly enough, we got two NFL stories that I'm sure the NFL would rather not talk about ever again. Uh, first things first, how about a guy, it's it's rare that you could even put a non-quarterback in an MVP conversation, but I think you got to look at Tyreek Hill and go, you know, the, his speed and, and what he's brought to the Dolphins offense, he has to at least be acknowledged as a potential MVP. If someone said right now Tyreek Hill is the best skill player, like I'm talking running back, wide receiver, tight end in the NFL, I'm not going to argue with you. Justin Jefferson's awesome. Chris McCaffrey's awesome. But what Tyreek Hill has done with Patrick Mahomes and now without Mahomes, he's right there. It's 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 like the Mahomes Chiefs thing is the argument against because they still won a Super Bowl without him. But then when you see the growth of Tua and now what this Dolphins offense is able to do, it's like okay, there he is again. There's that man again. Um, by the way, he has uh, stated that he has plans for post playing career, which is. I think it's important because a lot of these guys, the career on the field ends and they don't know what they're going to do next. They don't know where they're going to go. They don't, they don't have a plan. You know, they're not Tom Brady. They don't own 60 different sports franchises. Right. You know, so um, Tyree kill says, uh, it, it, I mean, basically you should expect to see a lot more of him after his playing career is over. Uh, quote, uh, nah, when I retire, bro, I really want to be a porn star, though, bro. Like, dead serious. Like, you think I got that? Uh, that was Tyree Kill. Um, uh, yeah, that's that was him talking to your your boy, Mike Evans, on his, uh, his Cheetah podcast there. So, porn star, <laughs> huh? And uh, the conversation with Dead Silence. Hey, Mike Hill. I, I, I'm sorry. Evan... Mike Evans, I can't even say it. It's just, I'm just, you're working on his porn names of what they could be. Well, Evan Michaels, uh, Hill Tyreek. I can see what you're doing there. The cheetah. Um, I got. I got to be honest. I thought Mike Evans was like it, he was every man. He was just like, are, are we doing this? Like cheetah wouldn't let it go. He's like, no, wouldn't. I? Don't you think? And he finally said, "You already got like 12 kids." He said, "Poop." Uh, pointing out the family <laughs> is so huge. So you got like 12 kids. Yeah, you, know, you want to go be a porn star? I, yeah. You're seeing why we didn't grab the sound for this. By the way, there would have been some material in the yeah. way to which Tyreek presented it that would have been hard to air on the air. Here's the thing with Tyreek Hill in that take, that request. I know he's 100 percent serious. Like it, it came off as a joke, but he's thought about this. Oh, it's, yeah, it's not. That's not a joke. And you listening right now, it's talking especially to the guy listeners. I don't know what age you were, 18, 25, now, whatever it is. Everyone's had that thought at least once. Like, you know, the guy thinks no. they can be an athlete. No. Guy th- no, no, hang on, hang on. Guy thinks they can be an athlete. Guy thinks they can be a fighter. Mm-hmm. Maybe not so much a star of the adult film, but they could participate if they were called upon for action. And Tyreek Hill believes it. Mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill believes if they need me, I can get out there and get the job done. He just there, said it into a microphone. That's there, all. I, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest. There's. there's I know this is going to shock some people. There is a, a definitive difference between an NFL wide receiver naked and me naked. 
Um, even in my best shape ever, it's just, I mean, it's just unnecessary. You know, it's just nothing like, like, you know how I know love is real. Women have come back after the first time. You know what I mean? That's how I know that women are better than us and love is real. I'm not, I'm not what you would call aesthetically pleasing. You know, I admit it. I know it, but I'm very funny and I'm a giver. Okay. Those are the things that matter. I'm not someone like, like just cause you can color in a coloring book doesn't mean your stuff should be hung in the Louvre. You know what I'm saying? Like this, like if he wants to do that, rock and roll me, I got zero interest. Anybody besides the, the lovely woman who made a horrible mistake coming home with me. I th- we're the only ones who should see what's going on. That's it. And would sometimes it'd be more than one woman, but that's, that's just bragging. Okay. At that point, let's play this. 50. <laughs> <laughs> let's play this. 50. Okay. Only three different times, but it was awesome. Every time. What would you rather watch a former athlete that you're aware of? Not just, Oh, a former NFL, like someone you actually know. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about an NFL player. No, I'll go further. Just pro athlete in general. Okay. But a well-known one. Well-known athlete is participating in these types of films. Or somebody you went to high school with. Ooh. Which one would you rather watch? I'm not making that a poll on WOFX 980, but you can write in if you'd like. And it you can really? do a fake identity if you'd like. I can protect your... What would you rather have? An athlete that you know or someone that you went to high school with? Mine's an easy answer. It depends which, which member of the high school class it was. Because, like, there's... I there were some very good looking people in the uh, the old the old class of '94 over at Colony, very good looking people. And there was other there's a lot of people like me. I wouldn't want to see. Like, do I get to pick which one? Because I might if I pick the right one, it's gonna be inter- it's gonna be entertaining. Otherwise, just the pure curiosity of a famous person doing the deed. I'm probably in on that. No, no, no. Your answer is wrong. It's okay. wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong. The answer is always high school. No, you can find famous people doing this. No, you can. Look, Ray J, Kardashian, Paris, like you can find people that you know. Athlete might be a little different, maybe. Like you and I are sports talk radio hosts. We'd have to do research to find out what went on. Obviously, we're professionals, <laughs> but the answer is always high school. Now, you, I think you went a little too deep into this, Levac. You're thinking to what people look like now. Yeah. People that, no, the answer is it doesn't matter mm. because the, you don't want to see your ex in there. Mm. You don't want to see somebody you may have. Uh, hooked up with in the past. The answer is always high school because no. you didn't know what that person was doing. Now you've just found out and you don't, I can't keep my I'm eyes off. The answer is always high school. I've been saying that for 10 plus years. I'm, Anybody in my I'm class. You, like there's people. I'll pay. Listen, there are people. I mean, you listen, you've, you've, you've walked the streets of Latham and Colony and Albany and Schenectady and yeah. Troy. You've looked, there's some of those people you looked at and you're like, if, if I never have to see that person with like, an ankle exposed. I'll be. I'll be happy. That person might be the person from my high school. I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not that guy. I'm not that rubbernecker on the highway who's staring at the at the gory car accident. I'm just saying. I'm. You know, if it's a fender bender, I'll take a peek. But if it's bad, bad, I don't want nothing to do with it. No, thank you. Um, all right. So so cheetah porn potentially in the future. Um, Oh, I can't believe that you want to see people I went to high school with. Not your uh, high school. No, no, no. Oh, your high Salve. school ate cats and not in a fun way. Like, no, you, no way Salve's you, worth it. You wouldn't want to see that action of what's going on no. there? Just out of pure curiosity? No, I've seen your friends online. No, oh. thank you. Nope, nope. All gone. No good. Uh, all right, wait a minute. So I, I think we have to build it a crescendo of, of what's happening 
with with Chandler Jones. What, what was the other story we were talking about? I don't remember anymore. Oh no, I'm lost on we, the cheetah porn. We had three stories here. We had something about Tyreek Hill, which we just covered, I think, pretty well. Yep. We were talking. To, oh my gosh, Levac! What was the other story? It was a nominee for the Integrative Sleep Center post of the day. All right. Well, let's do the Chandler Jones story okay. and see if it comes back to us. Because right. this is Chandler Jones, Integrative Sleep Center post of the day for like weeks now, but. There's a chance we're as close to a happy ending in this as we're ever going to get. Reports are, and this is what I love, uh, Chandler Jones has been arrested. And the reason that we know he's been arrested, uh, like I'll, I'll give you the uh, ESPNs, Jones was listed as an inmate at the Clark County Detention Center late Friday morning. He allegedly violated a domestic violence temporary protective order and was held on $15,000 bail according to jail records. So someone either tipped off the reporters to go look at the records or someone has been so sure this is coming that they've been staring every day. Whoop, refresh. Oh, there he is. Uh, There he is. Found him. Now there is no better place for Chandler Jones based on what his posts on the internet have been lately than in some kind of protective custody. So Take him and keep him, please. Keep him safe. Yeah. It felt like this is where it was going. Like, at some point, he was going to get in trouble with the law, and those details still remain murky. I'm with you that maybe this is what needs to get him out. Mm -hmm. Maybe this is it, man. You just got to talk to somebody. I'd rather somebody have an eye on you and watch you for a few days to make sure you're good. Because this is what we see publicly as people who aren't with Chandler Jones day to day. Because there's got to be a line of, okay, this is what we see publicly. What in the world's going on privately with Chandler oh, Jones? Well, obviously, some kind of domestic violence at, at some point. Uh, the Raiders uh, released a statement, boils down to, quote, hopefully Chandler Jones receives the care that he needs. He, his family, and all those involved are in our thoughts. The NFL did what the NFL does, quote, we have been closely monitoring the matter and have been in constant communication with the Raiders. Uh, it, again, it just shows you, like, with everything he's been saying about the Raiders, with everything that's going on, he, this is the Raiders, even though it would be very easy to turn on Chandler Jones and just be like, this dude is a problem, he's a menace, he's a bad boy, you got to go away. The Raiders have continued to try and treat him as if he is also a victim in this. Uh, so that tells me that there is a serious mental health issue going on. Uh, I mean, if you know, duh, you know, look at look at his social media posts. Uh, that being the case, uh, just just very hopeful that that Chandler Jones receives the help he needs because this could end terribly. When I saw his name on the top of the screen, I was like, oh, here we go. It's everything this Friday about athletes behaving badly, at least in this segment. We talk about, Tyreek Hill hasn't done anything yet, but we'll just say he hey, decided to go choice. down. Hey, you right. got to do a job. You got to, you know, whatever. Some, hey, that pizza's got to get delivered, you know? People get stuck in uh, washing machines. I've seen it on the internet. What Someone's going to help them out of there. What are the toppings on the pizza? Sausage. And then we've got this story involving Chandler Jones. Did you see the Michael Orr stuff has a new update yes, as well? Yes, He is... Uh, He's a he's an air quote free man. The conservatorship has ended in this legal battle. I got really sick of this story fast. Yeah, you did. You know, like it was two adults, like three, oh, three. Yeah, it was a throuple. Or, 
or had said in his biography he knew some of this stuff and it was just trying to get it seems clicks and money and headlines and it SJ two he was a grown man now in comparison to the little kid in the movie. I'm done with this. Like I'm good on the whole or stuff. I actually didn't care about the result of this. Like I think they've we've gone far enough. We are asking for the twoies who have been reported to have millions of dollars, or unless he's fallen on a hard time, was a see millionaire them on below deck. Oh, jerks doing just fine. Yeah. So maybe uh, that's the last of this story too. I'm always curious about stuff like this because like it would be my worst nightmare for someone to be in charge of me. You know what I mean? Like at some point, someone was legally put in charge of him and it continued until his his first chosen career was basically over like did you not know how to ask for the control to end did you not be able to get it done like i the thought of someone just being in overall control of me scares the hell out of me i would it would drive me insane i would be the worst i would i would actually probably lose my stuff so bad they'd put more people in charge of me just because i was because i was that i'd I wouldn't be Chandler Jones, but I would be Chandler Jones adjacent. It feels like the unknowing. He had to have hit a certain age and started asking questions. And that there are reports out there that say, like, yeah, he started asking questions, but he just didn't follow through on it. It's like, all right, whatever. Like, am I supposed to follow through? I, I don't know. You know, that's the part that always gets me because there's part of me that feels like, hey, we had to do this because it was it was that or like instead of adopt because his age and whatever. Like, if somebody presents it to you like that. And it never, and you never notice a difference. Like you never, like all right, I came out of poverty. This, this is how now I'm an NFL player. I'm doing well. I don't really talk to them much. Whatever. You don't. Maybe you don't realize that they're controlling you still. I, I don't. It's it's intriguing to me, but it's it's hard because you'll never get the real real story. We're getting closer and closer to the four o'clock hour. Let us be the only segment you listen to on sports radio or podcast today that went from a story about adult films to a story about an all-pro player being arrested, right. to a story about a conservatorship in a Disney movie, to now us telling you that the British are dominating the Americans right now in the Ryder Cup. Right now, there's two more days left Saturday and Sunday, mm-hmm. but it's not looking good for Team America. No other sports show will combine those four stories in one 15-minute window. And no, none really should either. Uh, <laughs> there is the uh, the Fri- sleep center post <laughs> the, well, of the day. Yeah, and the Friday news dump, all all happening all at once. Uh, speaking of the integrative sleep center in Boston Spa with Doctor Fred Dreer, you know that I am, I am a, I'm a patient. I uh, my mouthpiece has been a life changing way to get real sleep. Like I can tell you, no bones about it. Without that mouthpiece. I stop breathing in my sleep. It's called sleep apnea. I have severe sleep apnea. Uh, I have the worst snore you've ever heard. Like when people travel in groups. That's yeah, not even. Sorry, like, man. That's, that's like. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm boring you. Um, but no, it's it's just, it's made, it's made such a difference in my life. My energy level's better. Like today is a great day. These are the kind of days where I'd be head bobbing like a champ. But here I am, upright, moving, feeling good about the world. I don't need the mask. Maybe, you know, listen, if you try the mask. That's fine. I, you like hoses and wires and all that stuff? That's you. That's not me. Uh, surgery, not my job. I want the mouthpiece. Easy to use, easy to travel with, easy to keep clean. And it's all thanks to my friend, Dr. Fred Drew. Give him a call. 518-885-6185. The Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa. Helping me sleep better. They'll help you sleep better, too. The top four at four is next. Right here, LeVac and Gaz, Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 and 980.